welcome to the Mad Trio podcast. This week we have the California pariah, Jonathan Charney, James, the fat man, Stevens, Hello. Rob, the old guy, from the Rob Charney show. And holy shit, it's Monday, we got Ryan, who the hell is this Preston? Who the hell is becoming this? More and more, becoming more and more appropriate every time. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> So we're yeah, gonna, it really is. So we're gonna start, Go ahead, Johnny. We're going to start the show off with a bang, Anytime and now, here's John. our sponsor. In three, <laughs> two, today's show is brought to you by Audacity, the unforgettable party game for mischievous people. They have online monthly game nights on Discord, so make sure you stop by their Facebook page for event times and dates. You can also grab a free quarantine version of the game straight off their website. Audacity, the unforgettable party game for mischievous people. So we're going to, the first story of the day is FDA approves first new Alzheimer drug in nearly two decades. Biogen drug approved after f- facing doubts whether it, it slows progression of the memory robbing disease. U.S. health regulators approved the first new Alzheimer's drug in nearly two decades, casting aside doubts that it may or may not work. The approval Monday of the therapy, which has a molecule named uh, yeah, there a, we go. It's, it's A-D-U-C-A-N- <laughs> U-M-A-B. We sold as... Y'all need uh, easier drugs. Never mind. <laughs> yeah. Just whatever. Market, marked as a watershed drug after research, uh, after research, after billions of dollars investment in the maker Biogen. So Food and Drug Administration exp- explaining its decision said scientific evidence indicated that it reduces a sticky substance in the brain called amyloid, A-M-Y-L-O-I-D, which is associated with Alzheimer's and <clears throat> is likely to produce benefit to the patient. Was this for my sake? Is that why you're, are you, are you hinting? We're all getting older, so <laughs> actually because, this you know. Is the new one I'm going to be taking? Everybody, everybody, Another? you know, has been touched by Alzheimer's. Touched. I mean, so, so yeah. I figured it was worth saying because this is the first major breakthrough that I've seen in a long time. Well, it, it's claimed to be, so, so what they're saying about this particular drug is that it um, doesn't stop Alzheimer's, but it slows down the progression. So, yeah, so how it works okay. uh, is a lab-made antibody and immune agent that protects the body from harmful substances such as viruses and toxics uh, and toxins. Adulam is, mod, uh, is modeled on antibodies taken from older people with a very slow or no congenitive decline that scientists discovered are specific to amyloid. When injected into the body, the antibodies latch onto amyloid clusters in the brain and clear them from the brain. So basically, there's a skunk in the brain, and somehow you inject this stuff in it, and this stuff latches onto the goop and is somehow supposed to remove it. Ah. It's oh. dr- Drano from the brain, what? I guess. Yeah, I don't know. But what are the side effects? Forgetfulness? <laughs> Anal leakage. Yeah. Uh, it hey, doesn't the side effects say. are FDA approved. That's all you need to know. That's right. My, my favorite side effect <laughs> ever is uh, may cause anal leakage and death, which is like, oh, great. I'm going to be dead and have anal leakage. <laughs> yeah, I've heard of the anal leakage one. And I'm just like, uh, I'm pretty sure that is worse than the actual disease. Well, you remember what Alestra, uh, yes. yeah. right? Yeah. That was that chip. You know, let's get the chips with it in it. Yeah, just what I want to have. Eat a bag of chips and shoot your shoot your brains out at the same time. All of us, all of a yeah, sudden, you're I an just, earthworm. You're, you know, it's like, oh my god. So, Whoever approved that ad- advertising? So a, a preliminary analyst conducted by the Institute for Clinical and, and Economy Review, a nonprofit research advocacy group, try and say that without taking a breath, <laughs> said the drug could be cost-effective per patient at a price of 
Drum roll, please, because this is a hell of an under-over, $2,500 to $8,300 a year. Oh, and that's a year. A year, and that's not saying, it doesn't say, like, how much or how often. Um, so I'm wow. kind of... I'm I'm kind of curious to see how well this actually works. Apparently, uh, last drug FDA approved was an O3 for Alzheimer's. For, for Alzheimer's. Right. Um, okay. Well, that's good. Well, let's hope that that helps get more drugs in there in the stream of helping out patients with Alzheimer's, and maybe I'll have some luck at the end of this whole thing. <laughs> so, hey, uh, hope so. So uh, you've probably all heard about Blue Origins spaceflight program that they have trying to go. Uh, yeah. Right. So that's Jeff Bezos, <laughs> yeah, right? Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. You, you mean like the, the F thirty five, the wannabe yeah. SpaceX? That, that's the wannabe. Well, okay. So we can call it whatever you want, but, but it's Blue or, Origin is what we're going to talk about right now. Well, guess who's going to be one of the first <laughs> people to go up their ships? Which I got to give Musk. them a lot of credit for. Bezos. Yeah, no, oh, Bezos. No. M- Musk is going to go in his own. Musk, Musk is smart enough to even that know he doesn't want to go in his own. Yeah. Yeah, but that would be hilarious. If yeah, if he Musk booked a flight on it. <laughs> Bezos wouldn't let it. He'd put his, you know, whatever down. But so, yeah. so uh, I'm surprised that the shareholders of uh, Amazon would allow that to happen. So this happens. Oh, they took out a, li- a life insurance policy on his oh, ass, I'm oh, sure. Yeah. And you got to remember, he's, <laughs> stepping, he's stepping down as CEO of Amazon. Oh, right. Yeah. But so not as chairman. Well, he's going to be basically a private citizen. So he feels like I might as well go try, try out my new fancy space capsule and we'll see if I make it back or not. And you know, there's a thousand people on Twitter going, effing die. Thousand. I bet there's I, more I, I than that. I can't wait to see the rocket man memes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. That, oh, and God. that's, that's officially my, my, uh, one of the songs about Elton John, I could never hear again and be happy, which is a shame. It was such a good song. So, too. so not only is Jeff going, but his brother Mark is going too. So this is going to be a family affair, you know. If in, and if you were investors in this, all out once. yeah. So I mean, I, he is he paying for this like everybody else has to pay for it? That's what I want he's, to know. He's, uh, he's getting so. he's getting the brother discount. He's getting the family discount. Yeah, that's the thing because it's supposed to be a paying venture, right? People are supposed to pay for this privilege. Exactly. And they're taking the first two seats. <laughs> yeah, that, that makes sense, doesn't it? Uh, it, it did I ever see a shotgun, right? <laughs> it, at least you know they're going to be the first people at the scene of the accident. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, true. So, yeah. do you know Mark Twain had a patent? Okay. I am, And I'm not actually kidding. It's uh, <laughs> I believe you. I don't put anything past Mark Twain. Let's see. The patent was granted on 1871. He loved cats. This is the first sentence of this article, by the way. He, and this is Smithsonian Mag. It said, he loved cats, collecting young girls, and hated suspenders. <laughs> by the way, that's, that's, yeah. a, hell, that's a hell of a I trio. Hate, I hate yeah. suspenders <laughs> yeah. when people wear suspenders with belts. Yeah, there you I go. Wanna, I want to grab oh, them and, and try to explain yeah. the, the, well, the, uh, the purpose behind it. But, but, I well, I mean... When you get to like my age and you have a lot of Dunlap over, you got it. You know, <laughs> there's only a couple things to keep your pants up, and that's a belt and suspenders. So what could you do? You got to put them all both together. But the, the strange thing is that <laughs> the the one is never not, done it. One is not like the other though. He loved cats, collecting young girls, and hated suspenders. Okay. S- Samuel Clemens hated suspenders so much the fact he invented a patent and an alternate solution for keeping pants up. 
He improvised an adjustable detachable strap for garments, which has a button on adjustable strap that could be used to tighten garments. It could pinch a shirt waist, for example, and the patent was granted in 1871. It was also, let's see, where was the part that was interesting? <laughs> Twain's uh, invention was not only used for shirts, but for underpants and women's corsets. Hey, you know, I've always had a problem keeping my underpants up, so I need the... <laughs> Those two. But not your corset. Your corset stays up just fine. Yeah, I guess. Good grief. You know, this clever. When I first started, when I first started wearing a suit for work all the time, I became aware of a lot of different accessories. I, I didn't. I didn't know were a thing. Um, one of which was sock garters. Oh yes, of course. Oh yeah, that baffles me. <laughs> yeah, that that's a thing. I, my my socks seem to stay up just fine. I'm not sure why I need a garter for it. I never could figure that one out. Uh, for yeah, I, I mean, I get you know, back in the day, elasticity wasn't what it was. I guess. I remember a movie. I, I think it was called The Superintendent or something like that. It was a guy that was forced to live in his uh, sleaze bag apartment building. Yeah. I remember that being one of the bits. Is uh, he was taking a look and that he had. Uh, the sock garters and they're yeah. making fun of them. Well, it. I've seen it in the movies a number of times, but it's like, I don't know anybody that's ever really used them in real life. So it's kind of like, okay. Ryan, how do they work? Are they, are yeah, they, Ryan, it's your story. Really <laughs> yeah. Uh -oh. It's how, your story. How do they work? So, come on. Come on. Tell us about it. What? Sock garters? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, okay, so for for the for the uninitiated in, in uh, uh, dapper men's fucking clothing, uh, dapper men. Basically, it is. If anybody knows what a garter belt is, it's a belt that goes around your waist. It's got little clips that that go down to your stockings and hold your stockings up. The sock garter is basically a miniature version of that. That sits. It's like a belt that goes around your calf you know, a little high on the calf and it's got these two little straps on either side of your leg. They clip onto your sock and keep them from riding down throughout the day. Okay. So, so it keeps you from embarrassingly pulling up your socks all day long. Yeah. And yeah. Embarrassing, oh, okay. like, like a little bit of, a little bit of ankle showing <laughs> at a board meeting and you know, you're, you're fucking ousted. That's right. I, oh man. You know, like if there's any reason, I guess, to go American Psycho on somebody, it's because they're mad that you're showing a little ankle. <laughs> I mean, how, how, uh, you know, it's like trying to be sexy. I'm show, I'm, I'm wearing no socks. Don't you see it? Woohoo! Yeah. Now, what you know, what, all these guys that are fashionable now are not wearing socks with their stinky leather shoes. So that's the thing, isn't it? <laughs> that, that actually is kind of a thing, unfortunately. Yeah. And and so I have is, seen that. And yeah. so is taint sunning. Let's just say some things don't don't should never be happening. Hey, you know, obviously I'm not in fashion, so I don't know. It appears to be the <laughs> so, thing, so what can I say? So I'm pretty sure I didn't bring this up, but I remember I was looking at it. So now did I mention tardigrades the other day? I didn't write it down. I don't think so. Sounds familiar. Remember, I might have I Alzheimer's. So. <laughs> Help me out that? with this. So I, I'm bringing this up again because Ryan, I'm not sure I did bring it up. I think I did, but it might have been the end of uh, the end of last week. So Ryan, you know about tardigrades, right? Yeah, water bears. Yeah, yeah, oh. water bears. 
Sorry, oh. go. I, okay. I think you talked about so, this, but we can talk about it so, again. Exactly. Uh, Ryan, you remember that these things can basically survive in the vacuum of space inside a volcano, mm-hmm. Antarctic lake. But right. did you know? But did you know that they can? So about two thousand miles per hour, they die. If they do if they what? Get shot out of, if, if they get shot out of a cannon, or basically somebody created a gun to shoot these things at two thousand miles per hour, they die. Two thousand miles an hour is their g-force limit, huh? What's yeah, that? Mock fucking two and a half. Yeah, about that. So, but Little below bitches. that. Below that, you can't. You can't pull can four G's, stupid ass water bear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Careful, their cousin the drop bears might get you. Who the hell comes up with shit to shoot these fuckers out of a cannon to die? <laughs> Somebody who's really bored. I mean, isn't that the basis of science, though? Is somebody's really bored and so just wants to see if something will work? Well, so okay. <laughs> here, here's the thing about that, though, and because because I'm being pedantic, I have to bring this up. Uh, you no shot the cannon like it, it. It's not about the 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 speed so much as the acceleration. So, do you think they're playing like a soundtrack as they do it? Because I totally would. They got to have another one of the astronauts going, and three, two, you know, like three. But okay, so but so if, here's the thing: is if you you can get up to two thousand miles an hour. And not even notice it if you you increase your speed very very gradually. I want to know how fast they went from zero to two thousand. You know, zero to Mach two. You know, uh, you know what the biggest problem going we're talking that fast is? Applied, you know, stomping. I don't care how fast you get. I want to know yeah. how the fuck you stop. Well, hopefully not quickly. <laughs> yeah, those yeah. sudden stops. Yeah. Spam in the camera. Yeah. Wow. All right. So, so, so now James, we've, we've learned about that. Okay. <laughs> so have so you, anyways, oh, go on. I, I was also going to bring up, uh, oh, there it is. So did you hear that <clears throat> Disneyland opened up their Marvel universe? Yes, yes they did. Yeah. On the Marvel. Did universe you hear thing. about the, the line that was sitting out front of it? No. Was it a lot? Uh, yeah, they opened it up, and I think it was, let me see where it says, it says it was like switched back for a while. They actually figured it out. Where did it just go? I just saw how long the actual line was. It was like a half-mile line. Damn. I have to admit, I'm kind of bummed now that they have Spider-Man and all this. Next thing in uh, uh, a Snoopy, they're going to be Knott's Berry's Farm. And the problem is that most of the line out there, they told them that they needed to get op- that they needed to op- get their way before they open. Well, Disneyland has a really long now screening process where they have to take your temperature as well, uh. along with the security <clears throat> checkpoint, and along with getting your you know make going through with your ticket and everything else. So with the social distancing, most of them were turned away. Mm. So did they get did they get it take uh, their temperature taken Chinese style? Uh, no, uh, I sure no. hope so. 
Because there, there would be a great memory, the happiest world on earth, and you're bent over having some oh, Disney. So mile-long line. Mile-long, mile okay. Long. That, mile-long line. Let's go for a mile. Yeah. 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 So, you know, the other problem so is they, long line was. <laughs> they, they opened up Disneyland to more than just Californians. It's bad enough it was just Californians, but now anybody can come to Disneyland, and that's probably part of the problem. Yeah. We're letting everybody yeah. in. We keep doing that. So did you ever watch... So much for Disneyland. Ever, Moving on. Did you ever watch Mod Squad? Mod, yes, I did. Clarence William the Third died. Oh man, you know who he is, right? Yeah, I do. So yeah, so uh, Link. I, he played Link, didn't he? I think it, Purple. Uh, he died at eighty-one. Is the Purple Rain? Uh, it was job. also in Purple Rain, which I did not know. Good job for him. Yeah, he did good. All right, here here's a here's a uh, a quiz for you guys. Uh, do you know what a universal waste management system is? Universal. Like universal waste management is it like a trash company? Oh, all right, so <clears throat> I was if I if I told you that this particular item, and the, and they're calling it a uh, UWMS stands for Universal Waste Management System, this particular item costs twenty three million dollars. What do you think it'd be? Ah, I stumped everybody. You guys aren't paying attention to what the astronauts are doing on the ISS. Oh, toilet! It's a toilet. It's the new space toilet. Oh, but we can't call it a space toilet anymore. We have to call it a universal waste management system for the ISS. Because it, it, it lifts and separates. Station. What, it lifts and separates. Oh. I don't know what it does for $23 million, but I'll try it. It was like, <laughs> you know, I, I was, it does a lot of sucking. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> it reminds me of, I was, I've been listening to an audio book about submarines. And there was a civilian on board. And uh, the, 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 she, she, the comment on there say, like, hey, I need you to, to show me how to use the toilet because i guess it had all sorts of knobs and pressure relief valves and yeah i think that was uh that was on an old side. i don't think it's the three seashells up there yeah that's well, a good question this was in world war ii i think that was pre-invention yeah, of the yeah. three seashells <laughs> so anyway next time you guys have to take a crap think about the 23 million dollar toilet up at the space station talk about toilets i found the the world's lamest iot device uh, besides the smart tampon was the smart diaper the iot diaper just a bluetooth it it, it alerts you that the <laughs> baby's diaper is full want to know when your baby's diaper needs to be cha changed there's an app for that besides uh -huh. the swell the smell loft <laughs> the swell oh it's, it's swelling at the same tell you when they say yeah. they're five pounds or all those things are hold all those things are hold yeah all right so i i so is this really something that somebody needs is they need a, uh, they need a chip and a diaper to say, Hey, your kid needs to be changed. Well, with the, you know, the, the kids, would... for, I mean, they might want to be taking that Alzheimer's medication. then. <laughs> Maybe this is for Alzheimer's patients uh, because after having a, yeah. a baby, I can tell you it's easy to tell normally. Yeah. yeah it's uh, but maybe it's for that, uh, that younger generation. Z's or X's? No, this, your X's. This, this, <laughs> I don't know. This pricey watershed no product. Idea. This pricey watershed product employs a baby monitor and active sensor to track the real-time <laughs> wet diaper and sleep patterns. It's got smell vision too. The video monitor is made by Logitech, enabling parents to watch their baby through the app from anywhere. Logitech. 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 Got to be a different Logitech. Can't be the same company. It's, Tell me it's not. Yeah, it says. Oh my so, goodness! So, so they went from making universal remote controls to baby uh, to to high tech diapers. By the way, I love. Shit, I'm about to buy a fucking Microsoft Flight Simulator goddamn flight stick from those bastards. <laughs> from Logitech. 
Well, that hey, I could understand. Just yeah. don't get the diaper up. No, no. See, this is perfect. So when he's <laughs> when, when he's gaming, he doesn't have to get up. When he's flying in Timbuktu, he can, <laughs> he can be like one of those Korean hey, gamers and just never leave the seat. No, yeah, no, you no, never no. leave your lazy Susan. There yeah. you go. Yeah. Is uh, what was it? There's <laughs> hey, a, so. There's a movie with um, John Ritter that has that. It was called it the Napper Crapper 5000. <laughs> Napper Crapper. I like that. Stay back tuned. To, uh, What's back the movie? To, uh, Reality? Uh, <clears throat> back to fun facts about uh, tardigrades. <laughs> <laughs> because I've been distracted by this. I, I've been I've been trying to look up what oh, they meant geez. by uh, 2,000 miles an hour. You went down the rabbit hole. Just anything over that. Yeah, yeah. I, I did. I had to. Yeah. Um, because again, we're talking about acceleration, not just, you know, if you get to 2000 miles an hour, an hour, you can walk around as long as you don't go any faster. You're just staying at 2000 miles an hour. That's why you can walk around an airplane. Um, so I found the, the, the abstract of the research, um, <laughs> that said that they can survive, which, cause we're okay. Now just to clarify, we're talking about impacts. Yeah. So <clears throat> an impact of, of, of 2000 miles an hour might've been, you know, what somebody was breaking it down to. Uh, but uh, it said that they could survive 1.1 1. 1, uh, gigapascals. And then I had yep. to go down the rabbit hole of, of uh, what that means. Yeah. PSI and what that means. Yeah. So uh, a standard atmosphere uh, and, a, and a pascal is, I mean, you know, in the, the five behind the decimal point, you know, Type size and number. Um, a uh, let's see, where was it here? Tardigrade could basically survive. Um, let's see what here. What was we just lost our audience? Now. That guy, that guy that was being <laughs> the, the one one gigapascal <laughs> is uh, four, uh, 14, 000, I'm sorry, one hundred and forty five thousand psi. 145,000 so <laughs> Okay. Yeah, so a tardigrade can can withstand way more force than I thought we were fucking talking about. <clears throat> Wait, isn't it? Uh, I guess the whole idea was they were trying to figure out if, if like, lunar impacts could be carrying something like that type of microbi uh, microbial life. And the force that you're talking about, though, is, is well above, you know, 1.14 gigapascals. But uh, tardigrade, yeah. isn't that a... Bad guy on Doctor Who. Ewish. Tardigrade? It sounds like a, a Doctor Who bad guy. Could be. I say in California news, judge overturns California's assault weapon ban. Talk a little bit about something <clears throat> uh, that's related to the Constitution of the United States. Mm, okay. So he, in his 95-page if I remember this right, I'm trying to do this from memory, in his 95-page uh, dissension on the state of California's assault weapon ban, <clears throat> boy, I'm sorry about that, folks. Uh, my understanding is is that uh, he went ahead and did a 30-day state, so the state, of course, can appeal, in which they've already said they're going to take it to the uh, Ninth Circuit. So it'll be another three to four years before we know anything about it. It's quite, quite the... Uh, if, if somebody wants to read something about the Constitution, the way an interpretation in by a judge is, that's definitely one that they should read. It's very, very interesting. Huh. So I, I know we talked about this during Real Flicks Reviews as a joke, but Indiana Jones 5 is actually happening. 
So, huh? yeah, Indiana Jones is going wild lengths for Harrison Ford's stunts. So, Indiana Jones, the geriatric crusade is a thing. Not the name, by the way. So, does anybody want to see an uh, nearly... I'm pretty sure that was the joke you made for four. It is. And it's hilarious to me. That's all that matters. So, would, um, you, would you guys actually see it? Because I regret no. seeing Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. No. That's the one that shall not be named, and you just broke the rule. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, I yeah, never, that doesn't exist. I, I never agreed to that. <laughs> it doesn't exist. Yeah, I don't know what was, you're talking about, John. It doesn't exist. It's just like that fever that I had about that nipple. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Actually, here's a movie I really want to see. Rob Zombie <laughs> confirms his next film is The Munsters. Really? Uh, that's going to be rated R. <clears throat> I, 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 I'm kind of curious. That's kind of an odd mix. Odd fit? Yeah. Well, maybe. What the heck? A kooky meets graphic. I, I, I wonder what character he's going to play. He's going to direct it. Oh, he's going to direct it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's going to be rated R. He he doesn't do things that aren't rated R. Yeah. I love because it says, uh, known for the Devil's Rejects and 07's Halloween, it's confirmed he's filming a version of the Monsters. Uh, I Well, some fans have pushed against the project. Rob Zombie has shown admiration for the Monsters for quite some time. The zombie song, Dragula, is a direct homage to the series. I did not know that. Hmm. I didn't either. Anyway, um... Yeah, I don't. I don't know how I feel about that. I don't know if the monsters need a rated R version. The issue with with the monsters, and I think a lot of TV shows of the '60s, is it could only happen then. There's been multiple actual made-for-TV movies with the surviving cast, and none of them really kind of went anywhere. I I think there was even a reboot yeah. at one point. I just, I just, it's like the Adams family. I think in order to, to do it, you have to do it a certain way. And I don't think the monsters could survive modernizing it. Like, yeah. oh, I, <clears throat> like Adams family, I think could, cause you can, because of Rod Julia and the movies, they made it incredibly dark. Er, how do you make something that's that with the monsters? It's, you know, slapsticky comedy kind of sixties. Well, it's going to have to stay that happening. it's going to have to be that flavor. It's got to stay that way. I don't think I you mean, can you can't it. make a, a monster <laughs> realistic type show. It's going to have to be a comedy. So basically it's going to be as bad as the ghost, the, the all ladies ghostbusters. I hope not. Cause I don't know how you would actually do it. Cause I just don't think that level of that type of thing. It's why they'll never make well, a I guess we'll find out. show. That'll be any good. <laughs> I guess we'll find out if he directs it. What do you think? Ryan? Yeah, and, uh, or James? Somebody. I don't, I don't see him making it uh, like the 60s one. I see it being like more of an updated, gritty version of it with, you know, as I said, rated R elements. That's what I see. Uh, yeah, and I can't potentially, see. Um, but at the same time, I mean, what that show was versus the Adams Family was... Uh, much different. I don't know if you go with this ain't your daddy's monsters kind of a vibe, you know? 
see, they, that's the thing I don't understand because Adam's family, I think the, the, the way they made it in the, the early nineties, I think was a direct correlation. You could see, you could see the step to the raw Julia version versus the monsters. I just don't see how you do it because it doesn't, it doesn't have that creepiness. That's why factor. you're not, that's why you're not directing it. Yeah. But watch <laughs> him, watch him do, watch him do the fucking Gothic version of like modern family. Yeah, could be a Beetlejuice take. I mean, really? I mean, I like that. You you can sell me on that show. <clears throat> you know the the idea of this uh, this like like you know super modern family of all the the modern issues going on in twenty because that's the thing is is it's just that gothic take on this creepy family, but it was very much a, a, of its time. You know, you add all the new shit in there. I'd be interested to see what, what how that crazy family reacts. Oh. Yeah, but as a movie, though, would that be enough to hold a movie? As a TV show, sure. 100%. Well, they did it more or less with the animated version of the uh, Adams Family. That's yeah, true. Interesting. I'm just kind of, I'm just fascinated uh, with, with the fact that I don't that even want to think about that one. So, yeah, you know... This reminds me of uh, WandaVision. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, that, that, I don't know if anybody out there watched it, but it was, uh, I did. <laughs> it's very, it was weird. It, it was, was, you know, yeah, first, the first three episodes, I was scratching my head. And then by the fourth episode, I kind of went, okay, I get it now. <laughs> and I finally figured it out. It was, yeah, I actually, I, I, I really liked it. It took, the first episode, I literally, I couldn't figure out what I was watching. <laughs> it was very strange. But, uh, yeah. yeah. Hey, Ryan, being yeah, the, I oh, sorry. enjoyed it. I enjoyed WandaVision. And, I mean, I guess if he does it <laughs> in a similar vein, I could see enjoying it. But I don't know. It's, uh, I don't know. Yeah. I, Not sold yet. <laughs> yeah. Understood. I'm I'm curious to see yeah, how they this, do. But this, I think this might be his like, hey, look, I like these things too. I'm I, I it's not like I go to sleep and you know uh, drink a warm glass of blood and and you know pass out in combat. <laughs> I mean, he's he's a regular guy who who likes things and you know he's a good director and I think people would yeah. give him money for him wanting to do something different. See, I don't I don't see. I would never think that about him. However, Stephen King, I can totally see sleeping in a in a, a, a like a 55 Chevy bed. Yeah. Know? Writers are a different story, you know, but, but a type of the type of entertainer that he is, he's gotta be a goofball man. I, from like 10 to one, he's a, a full blown fucking nerd. Oh yeah. Yeah. There, um, what was it? They, uh, I actually just recently saw this one last six months. There was one of those MTV where they, they showed that guy's house. Um, the first of all, he lived in Dan blocker's old house, mm. which is hilarious. That's Haas from family, uh, not from uh, Bonanza. But he just, you see this interview and he does, he seems naturally goofy mm. and you, you, and who has this really weird reputation of just being this horror musician, horror fanatic. Yeah. So I could totally see yeah, him because you know? most musicians that I've met <clears throat> on some degree, they're all geeks. Cause I, yeah. I don't think you could be a musician and not be like, especially a high level musician. Like mm. the, the interviews with the, the guy from Smashing Pumpkins. Have you seen any of his? Um, the lead singer. Nah. 
No. Can't say that I have. Oh, you should. Uh, he actually owns the NWA, the National Wrestling Alliance. I know. What are you knew that? Um, Billy Corgan. <laughs> no, it's just, it's interesting because you watch him talk about his gear. I've watched a couple of his loadout videos when he's talking about what he takes on tour and, and it's, yeah. um, he's hardcore geek. So I wouldn't be surprised if, uh, just by default that Rob Zombie is, hmm. especially if he's in the level of horror like he is. Okay. <clears throat> Dead air. Yeah. <laughs> we can't. Yeah. No, that, that was waiting. <laughs> Yeah, I was waiting for you to be done with your little rant. <laughs> Are you done? Apparently not, because i got to cover more space. Yeah. Oh, you really do? Okay. Because well, I was going to bring up the next story when you were done with that. Well, let's All go, right. James. I'll, I'll step okay. in. Okay. All right, fine. So, uh, well, um, hold on. we got a break. Mom arrested. No, we don't. Do you want to keep up to go. date on the maddest of the mad at the okay, Mad Trio podcast? Check out our social media talking. feeds on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Right or go to thematrio.com. So. There you go. Now we got to fight with it. <laughs> our hosts are fighting over our own spot. So I James, told him I'm going to do a story, and then he just goes ahead and cuts me off. He's rude. James I don't is, have yeah, control of that board. James has been drinking. Uh, you should just break his fingers. <laughs> just reach over and just snap him. I mean, you haven't done that in a long time. That's nah, been a while. I have to so, find a roller. Uh, 30, yeah, you should. A yardstick works pretty good. I mean, <laughs> so you don't have to reach all the way over there. That's true. At this point, he'd bust a hip walking over. Yeah, to probably. Me. Shut up. <laughs> so a 30-year-old mom was arrested after posing as her daughter at a Texas middle school. <laughs> Okay, so mom, no matter how young you are, I don't think you're going to pass her a middle schooler. Well, she's four feet eleven inches. Okay, high. and weighs one hundred and five pounds. All right, she's a little thing. So uh, you know, I don't know, but um, <laughs> she decided that she was going to pose as her daughter to try to show that security was too lax. Mm. Well, she was arrested. <laughs> so wasn't too laxed, was it? <laughs> so apparently, she didn't really do it successfully. Nah, she didn't do a very good job. She's running for pedophile of the year. Jeez. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, drugs are bad. <laughs> I guess. What else would make somebody crazy enough to think they get away with that? Uh, yeah, yeah I, I've been that, down the uh, the yeah. rabbit hole lately on like sovereign citizens and the length that these people will go through to get themselves arrested. Yeah, was that the was that the one that the reason why Wesley Snipes didn't pay taxes for like decade and a half was because he declared he was a sovereign citizen, so therefore he would. would yeah, there's a whole group of these people out there that are kind of like just <laughs> it's like, hey, don't worry, you don't have to pay your taxes. It's it's unconstitutional. I, I had a friend like that mm. who was telling me, you know, you don't have to pay your taxes, and I said, do me a favor. Don't pay your taxes. Yeah, let me see. And, what and 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 give me a call if you see some black vans show up to your door, because I I want to watch you get away in handcuffs. Oh, they'll never they'll never arrest me. It's like seriously, the one thing you don't fuck with is the government and their money. <laughs> Why do you think uh, old Scarface got in trouble? <laughs> they wanted their they wanted their the spiff. Yeah. Not yeah. a good idea. Oh, they say, by the way, it's, it's if you say... Wesley Swipes and Martha Stewart will also con contest to that. <laughs> the, f the funniest part is you can say you got your money from illegal things and IRS standards. Uh, they is, don't care. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter how you make it. They want their cut. So how did you get how did you get this money, Mr. Capone? Um, uh, roses. <laughs> Selling roses. Yeah. 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 Hey, you know. Rose-flavored 
alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> that, I, there you could, go. Oops. Could, Oops. Oops. <laughs> Martha yeah. Stewart was hilarious, too, because they said she couldn't leave her property, and everybody is like, how about not leaving her bedroom? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, that was ridiculous. You can't walk off your, what, like, multi-acre manicured property anymore. Bad. <laughs> Bad. <laughs> you know, talking about somebody that all right, so you've you've paid your your fine, right? With to, to society, society, whatever, and all of a sudden she's just a super big star again, and it's just like oh it it's it's because she's done it's because she's done time. I've seen a couple of these roasts when she's making fun of these rappers because she's actually been the yeah, prison. No, and, I know, and it's it's hilarious. You know, she and Snoop Dogg are like this, right? <laughs> I I could <laughs> see it. Yeah, they're best yeah. buds. So the world record for eating three 72-ounce steaks is held by a 120-pound woman who ate them in 20 minutes. Hmm. Why? Because. What a waste of steaks. Yeah, I bet they weren't even cooked right either. I'm thinking if they're 72-ounce steaks, they couldn't have done... 72 ounces, man. That's... That's, uh... That's a lot. Yeah, that's... Oh, wow. A small framed Sacramento woman has full has a full belly and plenty to celebrate after successfully, Sacramento woman? Oh my God. successfully eating three 72-ounce steaks in 20 minutes. Not only did Molly Schuler, a competitive eater, finish the famous cut of meat from the Big Texan restaurant in Amarillo, Texas. On Sunday, she wiped the plate clean and ate the sides, too. That's three. That's four and a half pounds of steak, three baked potatoes, three shrimp cocktails, three salads, and three bread rolls. How, how fast she consumed the steak meals, the first one who eats, uh, who was eaten in four minutes and 18 seconds. I just could not believe eating that, that much meat. By the way, isn't that the same one that's in that John Candy movie where he, he's forced to eat the gristle? Oh, maybe. Yeah. Uh, was it Great Outdoors? Oh, yeah. yeah. Great Outdoors. Yeah. What? There's nothing left but gristle and fat. The guy just folds his arms. <laughs> Fuck, that was funny. <laughs> I, I haven't seen that movie I, in forever. I had the, the the bad luck of being asked to judge a food eating con- contest. When? Long, oh, that'd be fun. Long, long 70s, time 80s. ago. It was uh, early 80s, and uh, it was a waffle eating contest put on by the Waffle House. And this was in in, in Encino, uh, and Encino oof, at the time. Nothing like seeing people waffle. So <laughs> it was the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> So they brought in the uh, uh, the football team from Nor- uh, Nor- oh geez, what's the college out there in the valley? Uh, Ryan used to live, live down there in Southern California. Yeah, the North, in the valley, North Northridge. North yeah. So they brought brought a bunch of guys from the, the football team in that said, "Hey, no problem. We can we can win this thing." I, you know, they were going to win like a free dinner at Waffle House or something. That's a bit, yeah, right. Right. But they brought this football team in and we're going to eat all these waffles. And it was like, God awful. <laughs> it was the worst thing I've ever experienced in my life. These guys would just wolf down as much as they can and rolf it up and do it again. And it was just, ugh. I just, oh, really? Oh, it was awful. It was really, really bad. Yeah. That's a, uh, wow. Yeah. And I thought watching the Nathan's hot dog eating contest uh, was brutal because you're seeing these guys just, you know, suck them down. No, it's terrible. It's 
eating just about every food eating content, you know, as far as trying to eat as much as you possibly can, uh, that's what ends up. They don't show that because those people are hurling off stage, the ones that can't win it anyway. That's where my, my favorite term comes from an episode of CSI where a guy somehow he gets murdered at one of those and they call it uh, the, the announcer said, Oh, and he had a reversal of fortune, <laughs> which right. is my favorite term. Um, the one that's that, your very favorite term huh one of them i got okay. many uh, got one fa- of many All my right, favorite term for throwing up there um, you go. Okay. the one that bothers me is like the, the crab eating leg contest and stuff like that it's like that's just a waste of good lobster and crab <laughs> well it's the same thing with a steak i mean why would you do that i mean a waffle could be decent too i mean come on there isn't anything i like a good hot dog one maybe <laughs> yeah not not like 90 yeah I mean, come on. Or however what the record is, probably a hundred and something by now. Yeah. I'm I'm not a big fan of waffles, so I'm okay with that. The steak, depending if it's like if it's just like, you know, seventy two ounces of mediocre meat, I'd be you know, okay. And if, yeah, if you're right. talking about, you know, but high quality, I'm gonna be pissed. Well, you know, they didn't go to Ruth Crisps to do this get the steak and <laughs> do that kind of thing, right? Jeez. That would be an expensive contest. It would be. I don't think they need the advertising. Now, but that's, yes, to say, that's a pretty famous restaurant, though, too. Yeah. Come on, guys. Do I have to keep coming up with stories? Yes. Wow, I'm going to just start reading Twitter. Oh, actually, Anonymous is, is pissed <laughs> at Elon Musk. Say this again, Anonymous? Anonymous is, is pissed at Elon Musk. Oh, yeah? For, for his singular ability to control cryptocurrency markets. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Because anytime he says something about cryptocurrency, they go up and down. So right. much so, uh, the FEC is, uh, has sent multiple letters saying that the Tesla's having problems controlling him. Because <laughs> his, his words are, are doing, like, financial damage. Well, I mean, you know, he, 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 they opened up the company. You can buy a Tesla with cryptocurrency if you want. Not anymore. Did they, did they, they take stopped it off? That. They stopped it's it? From what I remember, yeah. Because last time I was on their website, it pay it with crypto. Because I think Elon Musk, all of a sudden, he went from, uh, what was it, um, Bitcoin to Dogecoin. And I think, I don't think they allow it anymore, even though I think they still hold some, which I think would be smart. No. Anyway. So, why is Anonymous so mad at him? You didn't really say other than that when he talks about cryptocurrency, it goes up and down. That's that's the reason? That's the reason they're pissed at him is because he can control the crypto market. Yeah. But it's anonymous, though. I mean, they, they're, they're whatever version of anonymous is. They, they get pissy at somebody. That's just stupid. I think it's hilarious, personally. I mean, what a, what a, what a thing to get, <clears throat> what, what a thing to get mad at is because he's controlling a currency that does not exist. Well, I mean, it's. That's what I'm like. I don't get why they're upset at him over it. It's just stupid. I, I'm just saying. I mean, it's just a stupid thing to get upset about. No, I, <laughs> but I, I guess they don't really need a reason to be upset. They're idiots, anyways. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Anonymous doesn't need a reason to get their knickers in a twist. By the way, I love you, Anonymous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nah, I don't care. Uh, James's address is. Uh... You don't even know. Sixteen <laughs> hundred Pennsylvania Avenue. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah, there you go. I don't yeah. really care. There you go. Who yeah. cares? Washington D.C. Really? I was trying to track down the story. That's what I've been trying to do too. 
I'm not finding anything. I already talked about everything that I had to. Yeah, it's, it's really weird. Since Trump's out of office, it's like all of a sudden news just stopped. All my normal, like, non, <laughs> like all my non-Trump sources. All the fun sources, went away. Well, it's like all my non-Trump sources, all of a sudden they're just posting less and less and less. It's almost like all of a sudden the rest of the news media is trying to find shit to talk about. Because literally it, it dried up. I have a couple of sources that I go to uh, when when uh, the Tangerine Tornado was in office and they're 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 uh <laughs> they're sahara dry so you know how uh, australia has been in a drought after all those fires and all that crap a few years ago mm-hmm. well they're having a new plague of issues in australia other than you know just the normal things the mice are heading towards civilization because they can't find water so they're raiding farms and houses and yeah, the mice are becoming hostile. <laughs> hmm. So, so who, uh, which, which person in Australia opened up the seventh seal? Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> this is that's that's hilarious too. I I'm actually curious if the the rates of like the plague go up because there's got to be some diseases that they end up seeing. Spike. Oh yeah, that's actually a good point. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. That, I'm yeah. sure there's going to be happening too. Yeah. So, what do you think the so next thing? This is that it happens every few years, but they haven't had it in a long time. So every ten years or so, they have a plague of mice. Strange. Maybe that's why almost every, almost every Australian I've ever met is incredibly nice. They're just so used to their country trying to murder them. <laughs> every step they take. Yeah. You know, I was gonna say. You know, I would think with the snakes and spiders and everything else that they would be feeding on the mice i mean they got big ass spiders out there that would eat the shit out of those mice but I, apparently I guess not. there's there's not enough well they're just gonna have to uh they're gonna have to uh, bring in some boa constrictors that'll help get rid of all the snakes i mean the, yeah. the snakes the, all the, the mice. mice yeah uh, i have to say though I, well i have met uh, uh, mostly nice Australians. I've never met a mean uh, z- z- snake. <laughs> what, what are you uh, talking about? New John? Zealander. Oh, every person from New Zealand I've ever met is incredibly nice. And I've met a few. Uh, uh, I've never really gone to New Zealand much. Oddly enough, up here in the middle of nowhere, I've run into uh, one of the stores I used to visit. They had a bunch. You'd have a bunch of Australians and a, a bunch of Kiwis. And my my question always is. So how did you end up here? Did you turn a like a wrong turn at Rhode Island or something? Like, oh, we were visiting such and such. So you stopped here? Is it even oh. on your map? Yeah, it said uh it said Placerville. <laughs> so it sounded fun. Okay, hey, go for it. Well, because they like to get plastered. <laughs> so, you know, it's close. Yeah. Plasteredville. Yeah, yeah. All right, I don't know. And I, I, I guess uh they, I guess they're going to get a, they, they want a bunch of toothless people to hang out with and go, <laughs> you have a great accent. <sighs> I don't know. So, Ryan, you still there? Mm. <laughs> yeah. He's Do we have you your attention? The, in, in and out. Fading. Did you watch the Logan Paul Mayweather fight? <laughs> I wanted to see that. I'm sad to say I did. That boring ass shit. so tell us about it mayweather gave a logan paul mad props for that and a lot of people have given him some for for not dying he he didn't uh 
take it as seriously as he as he should have. Uh, he he took it as like, yeah. hey, let's make this an entertaining fight. I don't think he really put in the kind of effort until like late enough in the rounds where it really wasn't going to make a difference. Wait, seriously? He fought somebody who's considered one of the greatest boxers of all time and didn't take it seriously. That's 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 he's 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 lucky he didn't piss off uh, Mayweather. It went eight rounds. Well, he did about about three four rounds in. <laughs> uh, he was he was getting a little a little grabby. So and he, uh, so like Connor versus see Mayweather saying something to him. I didn't know if it was uh uh you know like come on let's fight don't just hold on to me or you know that's more or less the attitude that I got out of it. Like Connor versus but, Khabib uh, pissed at him, or or just like I'm gonna just knock you out and walk away pissed. What was the first one? Like Connor versus uh, Khabib. Um, oh no! Just like like in the middle of the fight, got a, got a little frustrated with uh, oh, okay, with the way he was fighting, and you saw him kind of try to turn it up a little <laughs> bit, but it was just too late for it to pay off in later rounds. You know, if it was a ten round fight, it probably would have been a lot different because I mean, round two, Logan Paul was pretty damn gaffed, and. Uh, you know, came in with some heavy blows and, and things like that, but he had like, you know, 30, 40 pounds on him, something like that. I mean, he's, he was, the size difference was, was very obvious. If it doesn't mean anything versus but, you the, know, the, 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 the ability level. Yeah, he, he outboxed him. Um, Mayweather did by, by a, you know, factor of two. Just landed more punches, uh, more significant, more power, uh, you know, he, yeah, it was it was it was not a good fight. It was it was just like, okay, yeah, you you tuned this guy up the slightest bit you possibly could have. Like everyone wanted to see you knock this dude out in like round two. I I bet yeah. it I bet it wasn't as embarrassing as watching Oscar De La Hoya versus Manny Pacquiao because everybody wanted to see Logan Paul get his ass handed to him. Yeah, well, that you at least saw some decent boxing between the holding. It was like watching somebody get mugged. No, he was talking about the other one. Oh, no, not De La Hoya. <laughs> no, he wasn't talking about De La Hoya and Pacquiao. Um, I, that, I, wasn't, that was not good boxing. That was just like, oh, God, is this over yet? I am surprised that Logan Paul... Just give him your lunch money. I am surprised Logan Paul wouldn't do more cardio, though. For for, for a guy who's supposedly into boxing, that's that's up there in, in, in boxing is cardio. So I'm just kind of surprised that he wouldn't have, you know, he wouldn't have the ability to at least go. One. So who was his trainer? Was the tra was a trainer a, a, a trainer a boxing trainer or was it you know one of his buddies? That's a good question. Do you know anything about that, Ryan? Because I don't have the answer. I think at this point, he has boxing trainers. Yeah, no, he he does. Uh, no, no legitimate boxing trainer or no no big name boxing trainer. Let's say wants any part of it because you know the way he's going about it trying to get these you know 20 million 50 million dollar fucking paydays um just because he's calling out some big names and people want to see him get his ass whooped yeah. it's great marketing but it's not <laughs> doing a lot for the sport of boxing probably not it's probably doing but it really is great marketing i mean it's a lot of people have done it over the years is you either hate me and you want to see me lose or you love me and you want to see me win either way you're watching it I, I don't see it doing really bad for, for boxing, considering boxing has a, a reputation of being fixed. 
I mean, I don't think you could screw up the I, reputation eh, of boxing. Not really. Uh, there, there's not a lot of uh, legitimate boxing that, that has any kind of stigma like that anymore. I don't know. I mean, you, you hear it brought up all the time, like on, on, on yeah, boxing Yeah, people events. like to bring it up when their favorite fighter loses. <laughs> or or something happens the way they didn't see it in a movie. Well, you even see well, you, you 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 see it when like well, you see it when the the judges seemingly when everybody sees this guy got more points, but it's on some sort of minor technicality, and you know that's when you see it brought up most from the last couple oh, of boxing there's, events. There's I bad saw. judging. There's bad uh, refing, you know, and all those things, but. You know, if it happens, it happens so infrequently. It's a it's a non-issue. People like, you know, those backroom deals of, hey, listen, you're gonna throw this fight in the in the eighth or whatever. Yeah, that doesn't happen. I wouldn't think so. Not anymore. <laughs> it used to be. I mean, shit. You you get your you get your license revoked. You never fight again if a boxing commission gets a wind of that kind of shit. Yeah. So, last last headline. <laughs> since uh, we're we're running out of time, legendary UFC referee Jig, Big John McCarthy seriously injured after lo- after losing fight to an unlikely opponent. John, yeah, John, a fucking tree <laughs> fell on him. He <laughs> did. He did. He bonoed. <laughs> did he really? Well. It was more of a reverse bono. The tree attacked him. <laughs> <laughs> this is okay. This is true. Um, the the tree saw him in terror. But yeah, uh, he's hard to miss. He's six three and two hundred and fifty pounds. I mean, he's. I think he's in his. his he's got to be in his forties or fifties. He's still huge. Um, <clears throat> it's it's amazing to me. I loved I, I loved the story. The headline was funny. You know, never hit as is a referee. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> right. Do you know he never actually stepped into the octagon as a competitor? Yeah. That surprised me that he never would try it once with his background. Hey, you don't want to get hurt. <laughs> Being hurt is no fun. I don't know. He was in the, <clears throat> he's made his debut in UFC in March of 94. What many fans don't realize is the impact McCarthy had in the fight promotion in the early days. Because if rules were limited, his initial role specifically was to supervise the fight and make sure it ended with a competitor submitted or knocked out. Basically, that make sure they didn't kill each other. Yeah. So, one last headline for people that don't care about wrestling. That's MMA, not wrestling. Uh, I don't yeah. care. That's one of the. That's that's one of the biggest sports in the world. Uh. Okay. So, uh, everybody's probably had a Nathan's famous hot dog. Yeah. Okay. I know you have, John, because I've fed you one. <laughs> if, if I don't remember it, it didn't happen. <laughs> uh, there's one hot dog that I don't really plan on trying. That's a vegan hot dog. That doesn't even sound right, those two words together, does it? Wait. So what does this have to do with Nathan's? <laughs> well, uh, Nathan's is the one that's rolling it out. It's going to be oh, a Nathan's boy. Famous Hot Dogs, and they're going to roll out a 13 chains across New York, the iconic Coney Island fla- flagship in Brooklyn <laughs> beginning Monday. It's going to be a vegan doc- hot dog because apparently they're missing a lot of sales because all these vegans are coming in, visiting them. That just doesn't sound right at all. It's kind of an oxymoron, I think. 
No, see, yeah. when, when Hebrew right. National says okay to a vegan dog, then I'm going to be pissed. Nathan, eh. <laughs> All right, that'll finish it. I mean, are the plants picked by a rabbi? I, yeah, I mean, they're, they're going to have to be blessed. I mean, so it's going to have to be a holy hot yeah, dog. So he's got a job at the plants all, all the time. Yeah. I mean, you know, every plant, there's a kosher plant anyway. Do, do you think he's there's the same a rabbi guy? There. Do you think he's the same guy that checks the wire around New York City? No. You know the Jewish wire around New York City? There's, they do that. They, they, look it up. It's it's pretty interesting. So, ladies and gentlemen, for the California pariah, for the fat man, the old guy, and... Another strange episode and uh, of the Mad Trail. And Ryan Preston. Hello? Hello? I guess he's gone. So, ladies and gentlemen, as always, thank you for listening. Goodbye. Goodbye.